I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Conti-Pineda. And we're so excited to talk to you all about love, relationships, um, matchmaking, and everything dating today. And you guys, we are just so sorry for our wildly long hiatus. Our podcast is predictably unpredictable. You know what? And that's the way that we like to be. You know? And as women, we, we reserve the right to be predictably, predictably, wait, predictably unpredictable. unpredictable. <laughs> I know. You guys, I'm so sorry. And as a podcast listener, I would just be so, like, I know my favorite podcasts, and if they don't come out on the days that I want them to come out, I'm, I'm so, I just feel really jilted. So I just apologize on behalf of us. If you feel that way in any way, but know that we've just been so insanely busy. Um, We hired two new matchmakers. They're incredible. Um, And we have just been, it's been just like a month of, of just, just madness. Right, Christina? Yeah, I know. Summer, for a lot of people say it's the slow time of their work, but for us, I mean... It's busy season. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's always busy It's always busy season. <laughs> especially this summer. Once. I know. Yeah. Especially <laughs> for some reason. I think that uh, in the summertime, just people are... Actually, you expect no, it to be less because opposite. people are on vacation, but... Yeah, we get a knows? lot of people. I don't know what it is. But anyway, <laughs> so we have so much to talk to you guys about today, and we have such a fun episode ahead. Um, so I want to begin with our Celebrity Matchmakers Relationship Report. Um, so, you know, back to the ode to the bachelorette. Um, Tyler and Gigi. So remember, Christina Tyler was the runner-up on Hannah's season. Um, remember, and then I had said initially before seeing the finale that I really want, I had said that I wanted Pilot Pete to win, oh. and then my mind was changed once I saw the finale. But anyway, but I knew, I knew the my reasoning for not being down with Tyler and Hannah was because Tyler was a model and had a ton of modeling photos on his Instagram. Oh, Remember that? Oh, this two seasons ago. No, then. no, no. This was this season. No, Wait, yeah, Tyler. Wait, with the girlfriend? No, no, no. He, he this was the girlfriend. This season, Jed won. The guy who has the girlfriend, he ended up winning. Blah, 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 blah. Oh. So that we talked about that la- last episode. Okay. But we also talked about um, my renewed love for Tyler and then me kind of retracting our matchmakers in the city. Um, Stan, Stan situation of Peter and Hannah. But now, I retrospect, it is 2020, and I was right. I will say, I was right. About Tyler, Pilot Pete. About Tyler, mm-hmm. the re- my the, reasoning. That Pilot Pete should have won. Yeah, the, okay. yes. My reasoning for Hannah for not standing behind Tyler was because he had modeling photos, and he it was obvious like he's clear. You know, he's a very genuine person. But anyway, and then Tyler then started following Gigi Hadid on Instagram. It was this huge thing. And now they're dating. Oh. So, but, and then Hannah at the final episode oh, well, had asked. Actually, he, he didn't win. No, no, no. Win. She he didn't, didn't win. win. I'm he sorry. Win. That, was, that was a misplaced No, but judgment. anyway. No, no, it was a misplaced judgment. But I just, I just want to take a moment to just appreciate my keen sense of discernment. You know, like at the end of the day, my first instincts yeah. are always right. And I need to stop second guessing my instincts. Aren't I always right, Christina? <laughs> but anyway. Hail. All hail. All hail. hail Alessandra. Yes, thank you so much. Um, but, okay, so. Um, wait, wait, but are they still, is she still dating Jed? No, 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 no. They've broken up. They've broken okay, up. So Hannah and Hannah. Poor Hannah. She's flying solo. She's flying solo. But, you know, what? she's yeah. living a good life. But, yeah. you know, it's tough. I mean, she's been through so much. But anyway, that so basically now Tyler and Gigi are in full swing. And he was just photographed at her grandmother's funeral. So, like, they're, like, a legit couple. Oh. So my, our matchmaker musings 
How do you move on when your ex is publicly living his best life with another woman? (laughs) So we've all been there when we see an ex-boyfriend of ours or someone that we dated or we had a situationship with or whatever, and all of a sudden, like a month or two goes by, and they're posting all these photos with a new girl or they're, you know, it's on, it's a, a Facebook official and then like all this stuff. How, how do you move on when, mm. when, when your ex is literally like out there and obviously it's maximized in this way, but right. I think normal girls right. can relate to this. Right. So what would you say, Christina, what are just some good techniques for dealing with this? Oof. Oof. Yeah. This is this is very challenging, and mm-hmm. I'm a little extreme when it comes to this because mm-hmm. I think it's important to really when you're when you know that someone is not your future person, mm-hmm. that you really need to be cognizant about removing them from your life in mm-hmm. every way. Mm-hmm. For instance, clothes that maybe he gave you something or a teddy bear or anything that would remind you of him or write a wrote a poem for you anything Mm -hmm. it's that's what we talk about soul ties and i talked to some of our bachelorettes about soul ties (laughs) soul ties are you creating a new (laughs) Yes. soul ties yes wait can i just say three words sure more counting his okay. death. Okay. Mourn his death. That's six. Oh my god! I said it twice because you were you were um yeah, what's it what's babbling the word? yeah you were a babbling brook. Um, um, okay. So no, I mean my my piece of advice. I think that there's definitely steps that you need to take when you break up with someone, and you need to you need to mope and you need to cope. So there needs to be a moping phase and a mourning phase. Does the moping phase include grand quantities of ice cream? Absolutely. <laughs> Lactose-free Lactose free ice, ice cream. cream. Absolutely. You need to indulge <laughs> because you really need to feel your feelings. And I'm I'm a big believer, and Christina, you know this, I'm a big believer in, in wringing that washcloth dry. Yeah. So I know yes. that for me yes. and for the bachelorettes that I always um, date coach, it's so important to feel as though – You've really wrung that washcloth dry. You have done everything in your power. You have told everything that you need to tell them. And it's not even so that you can then move on. And it's not even about like what their reaction is going to be about what you have to say to them. It's more about your peace of mind and you knowing that you did everything in your power to make this work. And I'm a big believer that there is, um, you have to let your pride go when it, and especially the only way that you're going to get over a relationship is if you do not have pride, do not have pride. Mm -hmm. But if you, you have to leave your pride at the door and just be raw and honest and let it out. I completely agree. And I know that some people say like, write out a letter and then don't send it to him. Honey, honey child, you send that letter. Oh, you send it. So why not? Make him think you're insane. The then, then he won't text. reach back out to you. The novel it's better. text message. Yeah, oh my God. I'm known for doing like the monstrous. Oh my God, that's so embarrassing. Well, no, I think you should get out your emotions. I'm a, That's what I'm a believer in because then honestly, like if a guy doesn't know the extent of like what he has done, <laughs> then he'll keep reaching out to you and you'll never have closure and you'll keep but if you're like listen like I was down for you and I blah, 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 and then and say whatever you need to say then he'll he'll probably be scared and then he won't reach back out to you hmm. it's like scare him with the crazy and let him leave and because then he won't then he's not going to be like opening the door over and over again right. You know, right. just keep that door closed. If he's not your person, it's time say goodbye. Mourn his death. Literally mourn his death. You may have to burn his things. You need to, the first thing that you need to do, so obviously moping and coping, mm-hmm. unfollow on right. social media. Okay. What about Facebook also? Yeah. Defriend on Facebook, unfollow on social media. I know it's really tough. And this is also why it's difficult with people who the door is not like fully shut on because sometimes relationships are left kind of like 
oh, well, maybe something could happen in the future, and that's Mm -hmm. why it's really difficult. So I I prefer a black and white situation of like, okay, not my person. Let's move on. Um, So if you have decided and if you have wrung the washcloth dry and you've decided, okay, not my person, then you need to – I remember a few years ago I dated this guy, and oh, my God, he was so – Oh, he was just a dream and really also like physically appealing. And I know that for me, I would look at his Instagram and just be so I was like, oh, my God, he's like, it's as if I created him. Like, it's as if it's as if I like made this, you know, my type. Los Angeles Frankenstein. Yes, he's my little <laughs> Frankenstein. My little Frankenstein. Um, but I remember and then then it like it was it was a long distance thing and then it was also like I I was a lot I was younger and I was a bit more immature and I kind of created You haven't reached the I level of perfection you know, perfection that, that I now I now attain. Um, but I remember I and then when we like when we broke up and when things ended because he literally like it was like a long distance thing and he met another girl who basically looked exactly like me like no hard feelings it's fine but like we were long distance it was really difficult but I remember just being so devastated and it was it wasn't even him like because I knew him but I didn't really know him like I didn't know I, I had spent only like the fun times with him like I never did life with him in a normal way but I remember for me it was so hard because I had all of these images and from his Instagram and I would be like, oh my gosh, he's like the perfect man. And I had so much fun with him. So I remember for me, it was just so empowering to say, okay, this guy made his decision. He made his choice. And so I unfollowed him. Good. And honestly, Good. I never, I, you know, there were moments when I was like, oh, but I really never looked back because no. I unfollowed him. And then I sent him that, that te- I did my washcloth ringing off. Yeah. I sent the text. The like, you know, the whatever text. So it was really good. And that's, and I think that it, that is just such a good way. And then I mourned it. And, but then I, honestly, I got over it pretty quickly. (laughs) I'm known to bounce back pretty quickly. (laughs) I've talked to Dan about that that ability of yours. My uncanny ability to just bounce back. And just forget. I know. That's another thing. We also realize that I forgive and forget. But I literally, like, it's, like, not just, like, forgetting in a kind way. It's just, like, I genuinely. A real. An altruistic, like, oh, I forgive and forget. It's, like, I genuinely, like, don't remember. Like, it's, like, I have amnesia. And I just forget. And But anyway. But, and I, I think a lot of women are like that. But anyway, so, yeah, I mean, I definitely think mourn his death. Like, the three words, like, really pretend like he died. And, like, a death is not easy to handle. And you will go through the stages of grief and look those up. Um, but I think that, you know, just avoiding his social media, avoiding talking about him, avoiding, um, you know, talking to, if you have mutual friends, like, talking about him to mutual friends and let them know that, like, when you mention him, it brings things up for me so let's just like not discuss him and then really move on and know that honestly ladies there are so many great guys out there and it's like so many women come to us and they're just so hung up on these guys and it's not even that they're so hung up on them it's like the image that they've created of them in their heads so So once you are living in the moment and you're like okay I'm going out I'm doing things that I love I'm going to you know either religious events if you're into your religion or I'm doing oh I'm doing this cruise with whatever or oh I'm going to this bowling league or whatever it might be you start meeting new men in real time and even though those memories you'll see them with rose-colored glasses it's also going to be a lot easier to be like okay that was a nice moment in my life he's not my person forever now there's an amazing person in front of me so focusing on that and also knowing that you know if if there if that guy was if you were meant to be with that person the god will make it happen for you you know we're gonna get religious a little bit spiritual here god's gonna make it happen so true you know something that i just wrote in my last article Mm -hmm. the my star wars article Mm. actually so everyone look out for that it's called Mm. are you or are you dating darth vader is it out yet not yet we have oh my gosh (laughs) yeah we're waiting tomorrow we'll do it tomorrow Tomorrow we'll do it yeah that's good but 
something that I think is really wise that actually a friend and I were talking about Mm -hmm. is that the soulmate is really when you both choose God and you both choose each other. So you choose goodness and you choose each other. And you have to be both at that place because if someone's going down a dark path and you don't want to follow them there. Or going to a path that That's is doesn't include not you. in your city, right? That or that right. just doesn't right. literally and not even a city. It doesn't even have to be a dark thing. It's exactly, just a different city. Or, right. or even if they're going down a path of just wanting to still date a lot of girls, right. it's like it's not that you're not an amazing person. It's just or if they met another girl and they're just really excited about that person. It's not that you're fabulous. You're not fabulous. It's just that they they made a choice and it was not you. They need to choose. You need to choose them. They need to choose you. Yes, mm-hmm. mutual choice. I love it. Oh, beautiful, Christina. And also, I will also say, live your best life. Like he's living his best life and he's making it super public with a new girl on social media or in this case, like TMZ and all of that, like just being out and about and da da da. But like you should live your best life. And it doesn't mean taking photos with random hot guys. It just means like just do things that make you happy. And studies have actually shown that when you go through a breakup, it's better to do things that you already know make you happy instead of trying new things. Hmm. Because um, the things that you already know make you happy will definitely make you happy. Whereas if you try something new and you're not, because a lot of times um, relationship experts are like, oh, go and try something new, do this. But like a lot of times when you're in that breakup time, it's just you need that comfort of knowing that you love to do this thing. Even if it's just like going to a movie or even if it's like going away for the weekend to wine tasting. Which right. Is, and also listen yeah. to all this is also spiritual, but listen to the Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. what that your inside is prompting you to do. Don't just do some random thing because you think it will help you. It's just mm-hmm. marinate on it, meditate on it, think about it, but pray get about out, it. Get out of the house and figure get out, out of the house things that you can focus on that yes. will will bring you that beautiful. Okay. So our next little story, um, Date Like a Lady Boss news. So Nicki Minaj just announced that she's retiring from music because Hmm. she wants to start a family. Oh, good. So our matchmaker musings, the age-old question, can a woman have a super successful career and a family Mm. at the same time? Mm. What are your thoughts, Mm. Christina? Wow, that's really interesting because she's been so – opposite direction for so long Nicki Minaj that you wouldn't think that she would come out with something like that wow that's shocking almost hmm I think it's also one of those things that God has his timing and he will work things out for the how the right things are supposed to be so if you you can focus obviously on continuing to build a wonderful career but also not at the expense of your femininity and the things, the other desires that you have in your heart. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of people who will focus so much on their career their Mm -hmm. whole life and not make time for relationships. Yeah, we see that all the time. Even with clients of ours who have invested in a membership with us, Mm -hmm. uh, we had the other day, like a a few weeks ago, we set up a date with this woman and she was meeting and I kid you not, a billionaire. He has a private jet, multiple homes all over the world, okay? We'd set up the date for like a Saturday or Sunday or something like that. And she was like, I don't really have a lot of free time. So can instead, and he wanted to do a full date. He wanted to do drinks and dinner, which is beautiful and amazing. And the way it should be done. He was flying in, he has a home in the city. So she literally was like, hey, like I... Um, I don't have a lot of time, so instead of doing drinks and dinner, can we do just dinner? And to me, I was like, I was like deceased. I was on the floor. I was like, I I can't. I I, I had to like, I, huh. it was so frustrating because are you kidding me? You are in your own way. You are self-sabotaging. You are self-sabotaging. This is a Saturday or Sunday and you don't have time. And this is why. This is why you are still single. So my. And it also cuts the man down. Oh my gosh, of course. He wanted to plan this really special experience. And he did. Everything was reserved. Everything yeah. was done. Anyway, so my, my advice would be it's all about balance. You know, it's 
all about balance. Right. And of course, there are seasons in your life where you are going to be more focused on career yes. and less focused on love and relationships and all of that. But as if you are a single woman in your late 20s or mid 20s, 30s, 40s, and you don't want to be single, and maybe you have that thriving career, it's so important if you have that desire for a relationship, you need to prioritize a relationship. You need to carve out time. You need to create a space in your life for a man because you will get so stuck in your ways, you'll end up waking up at 45 with no kids and you'll say, no man, and you'll say, what happened? Why am I have all this money, I have all this career success, but I don't have, I, I don't have love. And that's, if that's a desire for you, and listen, if it's not a desire for you, fine, don't listen to my advice, but you need to carve out time. And I'm not saying skip work. I'm not saying do anything, but I know even as we were beginning Matchmakers in the City, and I wrote an article for Forbes about this. Yes, I can't wait for that one. Yeah, so wait, I already... I think okay. I already. I think I, I. think it's already been published. I forget. But okay. anyway, there's Just, an article. I thought femininity in the workplace. No, no, femininity is coming up. Okay. But okay. um, but basically, it was about how it was a lot about like starting our business oh, and okay. prioritizing like work and pleasure, like that balance of both. Where we, even though we were like essentially eight years ago when we were starting everything, it was like, oh yeah, we could feasibly not have normal work hours, but like we knew 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., Monday to Friday, these are our work hours. It was very structured. Mm -hmm. So with your job, and even if, listen, even if you have a psycho job where you are on call 24-7 or whatever, you need to put boundaries up because these companies will run you to the ground. They don't care about your personal life. You need to set your boundaries and you need to say, listen, I love working here, but I need my Saturdays and Sundays. Mm -hmm. Or when you come home, I know you're exhausted. I know you just want to watch Netflix. I understand that. But you need to carve out time. If you are not going to events, you need to carve out time where you're using the apps. You're trying your very best to meet new people, working with a matchmaker. This is also why the benefit of like working with a personal matchmaker, because we take a lot of that time out. Right. And we only introduce you to the best people right, the best of the for best. you. Mm-hmm. So if this is really an issue for you, like if you are doing really well in your career, you're literally the person that we work with. Mm-hmm. So you're doing well in your career, time is of the essence, and you don't have a lot of it. That's who we work with. So when you work with a matchmaker and matchmakers in the city, um, you literally like we will just set you up with the best of the best and the cream of the crop, men or women, um, but specifically for this question, men. So you then don't have to spend all of that time sifting through the apps, talking to all these guys, going out with these losers, or finding out oh he actually is married or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. So. Um, we do all that legwork for you. So mm-hmm. I would tell Nikki, girl, you don't need to quit your job. Just hire matchmakers in the city. <laughs> we got you. No need. No need. Maybe do a little less touring. But. Yeah. And but starting a family, I think, then the children thing, because we've even been talked about with you having kids, that that's a lot. Like, it would be a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I guess, you know, you learn to balance that when the time is right. Exactly. That's and right. praise Jesus, I'm not having them this year. Lord <laughs> well, willing. Lord it's willing. To, it's up to the Lord well, for both of us. We'll see. Yeah, hopefully not for me. This is Alessandra speaking. Um, just speaking that out. Um, but anyway. Okay, anything else to add on that, Christina? I think we covered it. Covered it. Well. Cheating. Our least favorite topic is cheating. Mm. So there was a study, a recent study done by the horrible website, Ashley Madison. Sorry. Just, it's so terrible. Oh, that's the one where they um, match and, married people. Yes. Mm. And this is the city with most cheaters, according to Ashley Madison. Mm. So do you want me to read the top, oh. the top five? Sure. Okay. So Orlando, Florida is mm. the number one. Newark, New Jersey is number two. Newark, crazy st louis missouri missouri pittsburgh pennsylvania and then fremont california and then number six is atlanta georgia really so where's la on that list it's 
not. What about New York? It's not. What about San Francisco? It's not. DC? It's not there. None of our service areas. None are of our service list. areas. Guess why? They're all coming to match. There was us. <laughs> <laughs> no. I have my theories <laughs> the on rest why. Of them are going to Ashley Mass. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. So if Matchmakers in the City is not in your service area, it is a cheating, it is on the cheating hot list. You heard it first here. I mean, I think that I have like my theory of why we're not, they're not on there because I think that if people are cheating, it's maybe not as, um, as documented, like they're not creating Ashley Madison accounts. I think that it's mm. in a big city. It's kind of, you don't easier need to, a website. Yeah, exactly. It's you just to go cheat. to, it's just easier to cheat. You go on Bumble or you go on a, an app, you know, go out. you go out without a wedding ring. Right. I know. We it's crazy. We always recommend people to wear their wedding Yeah, rings. but also, okay, so I have a nice little hack. Um, ladies or gentlemen, if you meet someone out. So if you meet someone out, mm-hmm. which is the, an awesome way of meeting someone, but there's no real connection. Maybe you met them at a bar or friends of a friends of a friend, birthday party or something like that, or an event that you go to. Instead of giving them your phone number, have them add you on Instagram because – you can then see all of their photos. And more importantly, you can see their tagged photos and their friends list. So um, I remember a few, like, I think like a year or something, a few years ago, I met this guy out and he was so cute. And I was like in the zone that night. I was just like, oh, yes, like just making it all happen. And um, I gave him, I was like, he was like, oh, can I get your number? I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm like, you know what? Why don't take my Instagram? It's a lot easier. So I gave him my Instagram and then he added me. And then I, like the next morning he had texted me on Instagram just being like, hey, so nice to meet you. Would love to bring you out. So I was like, oh, oh my God, of course. I'd love to go out with him. He was so cute. So they did a little investigative work and it didn't even take any investigative work. It literally took me looking at his tagged photos and it was like a girl that it was like, oh babe, happy anniversary, like a week before. So then I went to her Instagram and I saw, and I was, I, I mean, I didn't write to her anything, mm. but it was just so gross and I never replied to him. So sorry, boo. That's why I didn't reply to you. Um, and you were cute, but you had a girlfriend. So. But what if they broke up? A week before and she still had all this stuff on her. I don't know. For me, it was still too close. Yeah. Too close yeah, I for guess, comfort. And if you ask him. Yeah, right. Then do you know if they're telling the truth or not? No. I don't know. I think, yeah. So anyway, just a nice little hack. But okay, let's move on from cheating because I literally hate that topic. But I will say, Christina, do you think, my question to you also, Mm -hmm. do you think that certain people just have like a cheating gene? Oh. No. You don't think so? No. I do. Oh, gosh. I do. I think certain people are just cheaters. Okay, well, let me tell you the correct understanding. <laughs> oh my, oh my gosh. There is no wrong and right. All's fair in truth and war, as Kate Hudson said to Matthew McConaughey in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Everyone has a temptation of doing bad things. Everyone does. We're all human. But I will agree with you, and this is where I think that you're going with it. If someone is a repeated, has cheated, repeat offender, then it is very easy to cheat again. And and the whole saying, a a tiger doesn't change its stripes unless there's a huge Mm -hmm. religious conversion going on or some huge change, it's very difficult. So that's why I agree with you in that point, but I do want you to, to, it's not just one person was born to be a cheater, it's... Maybe they have more temptations. We all have different vices that are more tempting for us mm-hmm. than others. So there could be that. There could be that. I'll give you that. Yeah. I just think, yeah, I think that there are just certain men and certain women who just, it's like nothing for them. And they just do. Well, it's because they've done it and done yeah, it again. Yeah, and they just sensitize themselves. And but yeah. it's not that they were born like that. Yeah. Well, attachment theory would maybe also born the born that way oh, situation oh it's more of that if they were 
with a parent who so, didn't give them attention and things well, like that? Well, yeah, I mean, the thing is, in attachment theory, it doesn't really go into cheating. It more goes into styles of okay. love. So, like, there's anxious attachment, there's um, avoidant attachment, um, and there's secure attachment. So I would presume that people with secure attachment, which is, like, a healthy relationship and people who can comfortably get close to people and don't have um, – just don't have all of these issues as opposed to, like, anxious. Um, anxious, I feel like, would be less likely to cheat because – or but actually, if they were triggered, they could. And then avoidant, they, I feel like, would be the most likely to cheat because avoidance are those – um, really kind of scared of commitment, scared of connection, scared of getting too into something um, with another person. Um, anyway, so that's right. this but is just a theory. But there's always ways of overcome. Just yeah, definitely. That was how they were raised doesn't mean yeah. that they can't overcome it. So that's why I'm saying it's not no, you're not you. born to be a cheater. It's, it's I was born this way. It, that's not true. You weren't, but you okay. you could develop those habits later on. She's a naughty girl with a <laughs> bad habit. <laughs> bad habit for drugs. Cries for the person who knows where that's Literally, from. if you DM us with knowing where that is from, you will get a complimentary bachelorette's, bachelorette's database membership. membership or bachelor's. Or bachelor's. Database. Bachelor's or bachelorette's membership <laughs> database membership. If you write to us with where that quote is from. Giveaway, giveaway. Wednesday or what day are we Thursday okay great so let's now go into Gone Girl Christina Gone Girl is the new sister segment of our beloved boy bye where we deconstruct the mysterious ways of the female mind will oh we will debate this is oh will we we will debate (laughs) okay we will debate this is a gone girl, or it's just a girl thing. A girl wears flats on a first date with you. Gone girl, or it's just a girl thing. A girl wears flats on I a first pardon date. me for the... <laughs> yeah, Miss Oxford is flubbing her words. Oh, someone spelled <laughs> the wrong words in. What was I supposed to I'm do? just going to blame it on <laughs> lack of... Okay, so a girl wears flats on a first date. Christina, what do you think? Gone girl... No, 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 no. It's if some women are tall and they don't want to over just overpower the man. Yeah. I would not think that's a that's a gone girl. No, I, I agree. I think it's a girl thing, but it is nice. We always recommend for our bachelorettes to wear heels to just accentuate their their form. And so I once um one of my guy friends said to me once, he said, "I have a theory." If a girl goes out and she's wearing flats, she does not want to talk to anyone. (laughs) That's literally what he said to me. Like, that was his theory. And then I remember just being like, wow, I never really thought of that. And then, um, yeah, I mean, listen, exactly. There are some girls who just don't really like wearing heels. Um, I love wearing, actually, like, a cute sneaker on, like, but not on a first date, though, unless it's, like, an active date. I would, yeah. Like, I would definitely yeah. agree with personally. If I'm wearing flats, I'm not trying to look, yeah, appealing. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I totally get that. But I remember a few years ago, I did a study, a personal study, where I went out wearing because I usually go out with like really high heels on, and then this time I went out and I wore flats. And I got so much more attention than I did when I was wearing heels. And then I thought that it was because I was shorter. Therefore, my eye level was more conducive to the general state of height in Los Angeles. Right. So, like, there are shorter men in L.A. Yeah. And, like, I don't mind a short guy. I, don't, I, I, I love a short guy. I really yeah. like a guy. I think that they're they can be great, mm-hmm. you know. I, I I don't mind it as long as they're bigger than me. Right. Like that's what I always say, right. and that's I think a lot of women feel the same way. Like as long as a guy just like has a sense, has a you have a it's feeling a that yeah, yeah, like you have a feeling he's bigger. I remember I had an entrepreneurship teacher, and he was like yay high, you know. He was 
He was like, I mean, he was pushing like five four. Mm. Let's be real. Mm. I just loved him, and I didn't care because mm. he had, he had this huge presence about him. And I just mm. remember, I'm five four. Like I'm five three, five four. And I, but I'm a like I always thought of myself as like a thicker girl and mm. a bigger girl. Even now, mm. with my such a, a such a slender being, <laughs> um, with, um, with all my lettuce, lettuce, um, <laughs> my leafy season, um. But I, but yeah, I mean, I just loved him. So I think it just has so much more to do with, we have an episode where we like kind of do a deep dive on height. We do. But anyway, I mean, no, I don't think it's a gone girl. I mean, and now, and also by the way, on this segment, it's so funny. We may have to change the name because I like revisited what gone girl is Mm -hmm. and gone girl. So it's this, (laughs) it's this movie. Did you ever see it? No. Okay. Okay. It was like, I know. So basically it's about this woman who like fakes her own death to like to like really like ruin her husband's life so i we like it because it's like gone girl and like also like gone girl and like gone girl but like we may be changing the name of this well it actually works because you don't want to be with that kind of that's true that's true okay (laughs) so next 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 thing okay great she okay so it doesn't go high and low yeah she gives you her business card and not her cell phone number gone girl or it's a girl thing just a girl thing what do you think I think a lot of women are wary of giving out their numbers. So I do not think that's a gone girl. I think, though, that you sh- if you want to pursue her, mm-hmm. that I would definitely email her and then see and just ask her out. And mm-hmm. then you'll get your answer. Maybe don't call her office line. No. I've had that happen before. <laughs> yeah, we both <laughs> We both have. I actually thought it was I good. know. Actually, that's nice. Yeah, it just showed me. Wow. I know. He cares. And Where are my flowers? Where are the flowers? He's willing to I, go oh, through wait, embarrassment. Wait, do we have unrealistic expectations of, like, expecting just, like, a bouquet of roses? Like, you if you meet a guy and you give him your business card and then you, you, then oh. if, like, imagine, like, a guy that just really, really likes you, so he'd, like, send you a bouquet of roses to your office. Our bachelors have done that to our bachelorettes I before. know. Is that so romantic? It is. It is. It's taken out. Exactly. Guys. Like, I feel like if, I feel like, I mean, no means no, obviously, but, like, I don't know. That's so nice. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that a business card, I know that for me sometimes if I'm talking to someone and then I'm being rushed away quickly, I'll just be like, oh, here, here, take my business card. And obviously I'm a matchmaker, so it's different. Obviously we're matchmakers, so it's a bit different. But if it was someone that I was romantically interested in, I then would maybe be like, oh, yeah, like like find me on Instagram or something like that. But I don't think that... I don't think it's a kiss of death. I don't think it's a gone girl situation, but I do think you should email her and be like, listen, I think you're amazing. You seem like a great businesswoman, but I'm actually interested in taking you out on a date. I don't really care about collaborating with you in a business sense. Mm-hmm. Are you free Friday? Whatever. Exactly. So be bold. And I then if you get it. rejected, that's fine. Then you can do business with her. Exactly. Great. Okay, great. So she replied to my text. Ta- or- to a text, yeah, yeah. but didn't ask a follow-up question to continue the conversation. Gone girl or it's just a girl thing. I will handle that from my standpoint. Yeah. We always say here at Matchmakers in the City that a text should lead to a phone call, should lead to seeing the person. I am not a fan of these pen pal texting converse scenarios because it just creates these imaginary you create the person how you want to see the person because you're not actually conversing with them in in real life it's it's it can be very confusing so i would not think that's a gone girl situation at all i would definitely get on the phone though and say oh hey can i give you a call later on this evening if you don't want to just call her you can ask her that that's what i would do because she don't expect a woman to ask you tons of questions and continue the conversation via text i love that i mean Yeah, I mean, I think, again, yeah, I think texting should be light, fun. Mm -hmm. It should be like, oh, this funny thing happened to me. Or you just are kind of like continuing. You're just chatting like in between dates. Like the way that I see texting is and the way that I date coach when when people are texting is like this is you're just keeping in touch in between dates but you already have a set date. So if guys, if you sense like, oh, she's not really replying to my texts anymore in like with questions, like that may mean either like, hey, 
ask her out, like get a date on the books. Mm -hmm. Um, Or it could mean that she's not interested, but you'll find that out by asking her out. So you'll find that out either if she wants you to plan a date, if she says, oh yeah, absolutely, I can do that, that I'm in, that sounds great. Or she'll be like, listen, I think you're awesome. I just think we should be friends or whatever she will say. But you'll only kind of really understand what she's thinking if you ask her out exactly exactly and uh, a married bachelorette now she had the man had only her new her husband had only been texting her and she just said okay I'm done with him he's not calling me and she literally was not going to respond because she wanted a guy to call her but she didn't tell him that yeah, so how would he know? He didn't. Poor guy. Now they're married, though, because he... Oh, my gosh. He called her. He called her, but how would he know? I Men know. need a roadblock. Yeah. Oh, wait, a I mean... Road path. A road map. A road map. A road map. Just so you know, men. Men need a road map. Imagine. That's so sad. Like, how would he ever know? Mm-hmm. It's 2019. In our you opinion, know? that's what we see also, but some women are traditional, and they want the guy to call, and if he doesn't... I know, but ladies, give these guys a break. Just give them a roadmap. That's what I always say. Like, if a guy, like, you just kind of have to express in a really nice way of, like, the way that you want to be treated and how you want to be treated. And a guy will either rise to the occasion and take those cues, or he won't. And then you can decide is what he's giving enough for you. And if not, great, move on. Because there will be a guy who gets your roadmap and will want everything and will need that and want that and sustain that. Awesome. Now we're moving to sisterly advice. Every week we answer a listener's burning question, and every week we give her advice that only your sister would give you. Here's a question from our network. Is it realistic to stick to your list while dating? In I'm in my early 30s. I want to marry a millionaire with no child and no receding hairline. Is this unrealistic? And this is from to list or not to list. <laughs> That's really clever. Interesting. The list... The dreaded list. <gasps> oh gosh! Millionaire, no child, no children, no receding oh, hairline. Gosh. Is this unrealistic? You know what? 30s. I'm going to say something I talked to about Shred about last week. Actually, yeah. I was saying that if you get so particular in <clears throat> what you think the man is going to be, and to these kind of specifications, you're really getting in the way of, as I mentioned before, the Holy Spirit. Because you could really connect deeply with someone who may not have one of those things, or maybe he has all of it, or maybe he has none of them. Mm-hmm. But because you're so pigeonholed, and it's one thing if it's something that's a really deep value of you, like something that needs to be re- reliable, mm-hmm. but those deep held values, or you want someone who shares the same faith, a Christian faith or a Jewish faith, whatever it is. I get that. But with these things you're getting in the way of beauty and Mm -hmm. mystery and love and excitement yeah I mean I think that listen it's really good to have standards standards are great but lists are horrible Unless we do a five internal Internal qualities. But, and the thing is, when you have, it's, so let's scrap the whole list thing. And I think that also it, my inclination is to say, you can absolutely have priorities. So you can have, it's good to have priorities. So it's good to be on the lookout for someone who has an amazing career, is really passionate about their career. Um, that's awesome. You know, so I don't think I'm, I in no way think that a woman who says that they're looking for a successful guy, I, I think that's great because I think that men who aren't there, they shouldn't be dating to be completely honest in a serious way with marriage. Right. But you're not saying you need to be a millionaire. Well, I mean, listen, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I think, I think it's, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a bad want for a woman to be with a successful man. No, I, I just don't. Either. don't I don't you know? either. But when yeah. you put dollar requirements, yeah, yeah no, on no. It, when you put, when you say millionaire think, or billionaire, because I think millionaire, it's a bit more to easier to achieve nowadays. Like millionaire to me is like okay, that's no, that's wonderful. Not to not to say that it's not wonderful, but I think that it's okay. I think it's okay, and I want women to 
really I like when a woman is looking for a successful guy or if maybe he's not a millionaire or a billionaire he's at he's in a career where he's really passionate about it and also is is at a great financial stable place that's really important so I think that that's a great thing I I don't think that that's even like that's not a list that's just a priority but when then you start getting to things like when you're in your 30s, listen, when you're in your 20s, it's it's fine to, to be like, you know what, if he has kids, I kind of want to steer clear right. of that. But once you hit your 30s, keep in mind, you also have to know what city you're in. So if you're in a city like Los Angeles or New York, if you're a woman in your 30s, you're most likely a lot of the guys who are your same age are emotionally and just less mature than you. So you'll probably be attracted, and especially if you want someone who's successful, most likely he's going to be in his late 30s or 40s. So the age group that you're going to be looking at is going to be in their 40s. A lot of men in their 40s have had previous marriages, and they have children from those previous marriages. So... I would say if you're in your 30s, you have to start being open to men who have children mm-hmm. or just having not having that not be such a set thing because you also have to be realistic based on what city you're in and more and also if a priority for you is a successful man, then he's going to be a little bit older. Therefore, when a guy gets older, you have to know he may have previously been married and previously had children. So, if priority, success, no worries, that's fine. You have to then understand that there may be some things that come along with that. But if you're like, you know what? Success isn't a really big deal to me. I want physical attraction. Then you then you have to understand that, okay, I want a guy who's super attractive physically. Then maybe he's not quite at that place in his career. Or maybe he's doing this but not really that. That's okay. But if physical is your number one priority, that's fine. Then you lead with that. But I think it's all about a balance. And it's kind of having an objective understanding of what your true priorities are. Yes. If your priority is success, then you have to say, okay, I want a successful man, therefore he's going to be a bit older, he may have this, that, the other. Your your priority is physical, okay, he might be a little bit younger, that's fine, and then he probably won't have kids, but he may not have that level of success that you're craving. Mm-hmm. The, the no receding hairline, you gotta get over it, sweetie pie, okay? You gotta get over it. I, listen, bald men are, I, I have, some of the most attractive men that I've ever seen in my life are bald or have receding hairlines. I, I, I from mean, it's, personal it's experience, it happens, it happens to, them to them all, except for her dad, because we're Italian. Like, daddy literally has the best hair. That's true. He will never go bald. Like, he's just where it's just there. It's amazing. Yeah, it's like we have great hair too, but that's that's been a challenge. But, um, but no, thank I mean you for writing in. Yes. And oh my gosh, thank you so much. Is, we just want to give you honest. But opinion, yeah, I mean, I think opinion. that definitely, like, the more if if you just have to look at this, like, look at the men that you're dating as like partners of yours, and as like the 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 father to your children, and like at the end of the day, obviously you want to be attracted to this guy. You need to be attracted to your partner. We talk about this all the time. Physical attractiveness is so important, but a lot of times when you're if you are just immediately saying no to a guy because he has a receding hairline or he's shorter than you want or he doesn't – like we have a woman who loves blue eyes and I'm like – what this is so inconsequential so it just put those physical criteria on the way back burner or know that listen you can date a model that's fine you can date a really hot actor a really hot guy but his career he's not going to be at that level of success so it's a give and take it's a give and take nobody's going to be perfect but the good news is you can find your perfectly imperfect person and there are a lot of very attractive successful men out there and we happen to match make a lot of them that's true um but also i think it bears to say as well that and I, I'm going to say something a little bit controversial here, but mm-hmm. you kind of have to look at yourself also objectively. Yes. And if you are looking for, like, the cream of the crop, the most attractive guy, the most successful guy, the most this, the most that, the most the other, then, girl, you better work on yourself as well. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you really need to make that physical a big priority for you because men and women are initially baited by physical. Mm-hmm. So put that as a priority for you. If you want a really fit guy, then get into the gym and be really fit. 
if you want, you know, a, a super successful guy, then be at your best in your career as well. So, you know. While still making time for dating. While still being perfect and making time for dating and being a perfect woman. Yeah, women have it hard. Women have women it have so, it listen, women have it so hard, yeah. but at the same There's time. There's a way. There's a way. There's a way. There's light at the end of the tunnel. But also, just know that also something that I say a lot is that you're judged based on the things that you judge others on. We once worked with a bachelorette who was so physically judgmental. She was a pretty girl, but she would judge these guys physically on everything. Remember? Do you remember who I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, the fact that you remember is like shows how in sync we are because we work with a lot of women, but the mm-hmm. fact that you know who I'm talking about is crazy. And I don't I I know what you're talking about. I don't think I the remember specific. the what I, I think of I'm actually thinking of a lot of women. <laughs> okay, fine, that's fine. But anyway, um but with this woman and then we would get the feedback from the guys and it was so crazy to me because they would say they would like judge her on the exact things that she was judging them on. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is. There's like a sixth sense that these people have. That men and women have. So go in with an open heart, an open just look at, you know, every person as, you know, look at them for for their heart. See them see with the eyes of the, the heart. heart. That is the theme yeah. of this this seeing with the eyes of the heart. Actually the theme of my week. Yeah. Is, that's what I've been talking to people about. Yeah. Okay, great. So let's go to catching up with the Conti's. Yes. Beautiful. And what's coming what's going on this upcoming week for Christina, us? Christina, what's going on with you? Dan and I are actually going to a I think we're going to the California Science Center this weekend oh. and then going to dinner at this board game cafe with with um, two of our, our friends. Katie and Justin. Oh my god! Yeah. So shout so out to Katie adorable. if she's listening. <laughs> that is so cute. Yes, our married friends, Katie and Justin. Oh. And then we'll be going to the whiskey tasting huge event at the end of the month, which we're excited about. On the same night as my right before your birthday, my Beverly Hills bash. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys. You know what? Honestly, since coming back from New York, I've been doing all the LA things. And I was in Napa, not last weekend, the weekend before. I did a wine tasting trip in Napa for a bachelorette party. And that was mm-hmm. amazing. That was so much fun. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've just been going to a lot of different events. I went to an event at the Menendez house. That So there was this. Let's, you know what? We're going to talk about this. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'll tell them really quickly. We've had an it. hour. It's fine. Whatever. They haven't heard from us in a while. They want to hear this. The Menendez house, you can leave if you want. I'm going to still talk okay. to the viewers. Okay. Oh, the listeners. Um, but no, so the Menendez house was where the murders, the Menendez murders, um, where these two boys murdered their parents. And there was this beautiful event that was there. So I was there not last week I forgot maybe it was last week I don't know anyway um but you guys it was so much fun catching up with you and thank you guys so much for listening and we'll try to be better at at giving you episodes when we are supposed to which is every other week um but we'll talk to you all soon thanks for stopping by and thanks for listening and also feel free to dm me or christina or matchmakers in the city with any um with any sisterly advice questions or mansers questions Okay, thanks guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.